yielding fines in a matter of weeks that might have taken years not long ago. At Pavlopetri, Greece, for example, the site of the oldest submerged harbor town ever found, divers swimming just a few feet under the surface pushed a small optical mapper that took thousands of digital three-dimensional photographs. Software stitched them together, revealing submerged houses, streets, trading centers and tombs that made up a full shoreside town from 4,000 years ago. At excavations near the Igati Islands off Sicily, where in 241 BC, Roman and Carthaginian ships sank during the last battle of the First Punic War, sonar scanners pinpointed more than a dozen submerged wrecks. Robot submarines with strong, nimble pincers snared a variety of battle gear and raised it to the surface. I spent more than a week with divers and expedition members at Antikythera, shuttling back and forth between the boats and the shore. On one evening, Brendan Foley, the Woods Hole marine archaeologist who led the excursion, sat for an interview at a breezy cliffside storeroom above the docks. Behind him, on a wall, was a trophy of the first few days, a large printout of the first photo map ever made of the site. We are at the beginning of a new era, he told me. We can cover more area faster and more accurately. And remember, he continued, shipwrecks are archaeological sites frozen in a moment of time. They're unlike land sites, which are constantly raided, rebuilt, and ravaged in other ways. Bronze statues, for example, were routinely melted in bygone eras to make cannons but on the ocean floor they can be found whole. Most of the best ancient statuary and museums has come not from land, but from the sea. Because time stops on shipwrecks, objects untouched for thousands of years can provide great cultural and scientific insights into past societies. The chance of realizing that promise is greater now. It used to be that in marine archaeology, working underwater was a problem, says John Henderson, an archaeologist at the University of Nottingham in England, who co-led the Pavlopetri expedition. It's no longer the problem. We've moved on. The new technology is so empowering that it is launching grand new dreams. One of them is mapping entire regions of deep seafloor relatively quickly, using a small fleet of autonomous underwater robot vehicles. Foley, for one, would like to chart the entire Aegean Sea bottom between Crete and the Greek mainland. The area has been a busy marine traffic corridor for 5,000 years, and sonar-toting robots should be able to readily see bounty on the bottom. In one experiment, Foley found, confirmed, and videotaped 10 possible shipwrecks in just 10 days. In the past, marine archaeologists have had to painstakingly map out a prospective site using hand tools, tape measures, and wood frames with string to make grids that indicated where objects might lie and how they might relate to one another. Mapping or digging deeper than a hundred feet quickly became problematic because divers could stay submerged for only a few minutes before having to ascend again. At Antikythera, a team of engineers at the University of Sydney lowered a tandem of yellow torpedoes from the stern of a modest boat into the clear Aegean waters. The researchers then let the robot loose to find the bottom. Team leader Oscar Pizarro did not have to operate the autonomous underwater vehicle, named Sirius, 
because it followed a pre-programmed mission on its own. Sirius glided ten feet above the wreck site, making forty parallel overlapping runs, lawnmower-like, firing strobe lights along the way to brighten the bottom for its stereo cameras. The vehicle knew its location to within three feet or so, thanks to a GPS signal, but it obtained far more precise location information for every rock, dip, and protrusion by combining the data from each image with data about its own speed, depth, and orientation. Each bit of information was used to make corrections and adjustments. If in one image there was a shadow behind a rock, for example, another image from another angle filled the shadow. Although one three-hour session followed by a few hours of computer work would have been enough to take the old Rex full portrait, the team did two more passes for additional accuracy. The final composite image contains 50,000.